Hello, and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I mentioned before, and it's been far too long, I think, to talk about this. And today, we're going to talk about sports, and in specific, my journey throughout my whole life playing different sports. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Sports have been a part of my life since I was two years old, since I could essentially stand and walk. My dad played baseball and hockey all his life, and he wanted to try to be the best coach that he could be and give me the most opportunities to succeed at whatever sport I chose. I'm very lucky for that too, because my dad really did not grow up in a wealthy family. In fact, they were considered a poor family. He would always be a goalie because he never had skates, so he'd just play with rubber boots. And from what he described when he was younger, after school, in the summertime, they would play baseball right until dark. And then once the street lights turned on, they would pull out the hockey nets and play hockey all day and night. That's a life I would have really loved, to be honest, because my passion for sports is so strong. But it all really started with baseball playing t-ball and little league. I'm not going to try and like toot my own horn and say I'm like the greatest of all time, but I'm going to essentially tell it how it is. So when I was in little league for baseball, I was always one of the best hitters on my team. And I could always catch the ball, but I couldn't throw the ball to save my life. Now, I may lose some people, especially some European viewers, because baseball's not strong in Europe compared to North America. But to put it in perspective, everybody on my team can throw the ball like 50 feet or like, I don't know, 20 meters or something like that. But I couldn't. I could probably throw it halfway. I never had a good arm, like throwing arm. I never had a good throwing arm, but I could always catch. So they always put me in positions where someone who can catch the ball really well would be very important. But as I got older and stronger, it kind of became reversed where I can throw the ball very hard and very far, and I could run very fast, because when I was younger, I was kind of short and chubby, so speed wasn't my thing then. But after a while, things started to really come together, and I started to become a really good ball player. But then I took a pause from baseball, because the league system around here like the like the structure 
wasn't that very good, so I decided to take a pause. That and I recently hurt my arm, so I had to take a pause from baseball for a while, which I started focusing on other sports like basketball and martial arts. I played basketball since I was in elementary school, very young age, probably seven, eight years old is when I started playing basketball. And that's also the same time I started martial arts. Basketball was one that I practiced quite often because every day after school, I would stay in the gymnasium while my dad was talking to the teachers or talking to the janitor just so that I can get some extra shots in. And at the end of the year, I was crowned as the best shooter in my school and on one of the all-star teams, which we had these like all-star games, which was the teachers would play the all-stars. Again, this is like kids that are eight, nine, ten years old, right? And against teachers who probably most of them never played, which was really big for us. Like it was really cool. And especially with my dad being the coach, it was it was really fun to play in these sort of games. For martial arts, when I was younger, I also had a lot of success. In fact, a lot of people never knew I did martial arts for nine, ten years until, well, somebody asked or if I mentioned it. But I ended up competing in three, uh, three tournaments. And these tournaments consisted of Atlantic Canada, so Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, and Prince Edward Island. And even some people came from Quebec or the eastern part of the U.S. And I ended up winning two gold medals and a silver medal in the three years that I competed, including back-to-back championships. It was so funny, actually, in a way, because me and my family friend, we were very close. His name is Robbie. And me and Robbie were always one and two throughout the whole entire time we were in karate. So we went to this tournament. We put a team together of uh, two guys, two girls. So me and Robbie were in the same division. And we're doing uh, kata. That's what it's called. Uh, Kata is like a, a formation or a sequence of moves that are in the shape of an I, like a capital I. And the judges critique it on mistakes or form or anything like this. And you start off by having the perfect score 15. And for every mistake, they take away one-tenth of a point. So 14.9, 14.8, and so on. Well, we were competing against four other people. And a couple of them were from Quebec, and one of them was from the U.S., and another one was, uh, I think, from, well, either Newfoundland or uh, Prince Edward Island. So I thought, okay, well, it's going to be fun just to 
compete. I don't expect winning anything, but it'll be fun. So we go through each turn. Everyone takes their turn of doing their kata. The judges do their scoring and whatnot. So then they call the winner of the bronze medal, which I think was the one from the U.S. And I thought, okay, well, it was fun being here. And then for silver medal, they called Robbie. And I'm like, hey, this is awesome. You know, He won a silver medal. And then they called gold medal for Thomas Frazier. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I, I just won? So then... I go up to the podium, I get my gold medal. It was just such a surreal feeling of, oh my gosh, like I didn't even think I would medal. I came here just for fun, but I just remember how proud my parents were seeing me there. And I was just so proud that me and Robbie could stand on the podium side by side. And this is kind of in hindsight because we did it two more times where the next year, I won gold again, and he won silver again. And in fact, I almost had a perfect score. It was 14.9. I, was, I wasn't as much of a perfectionist then as I am now. And looking back, I'm just like, man, it could have been perfect. But uh, the third year is I won silver and Robbie won bronze. And after that, I stepped away from martial arts because, again, our our club was ran properly, but I was at an age where I would have had to wait three or four years at the same level until I could join the adult class. And just doing the same things over and over and over again, it was very boring and repetitive for me. So at this point, I was playing basketball for middle school I was doing martial arts, I was doing piano lessons, playing baseball, so then I had to just take a step back from a lot of these things, and some martial arts and piano were two of the things I stepped away from. But with baseball, I did have to step away from the, uh, because of the injury. So I ended up staying with basketball, but I only tried out once in high school because I had a lot of confidence issues during this time. And so I would, uh, I went to the tryout for basketball. I didn't know like the proper former plays or whatever. So I ended up making one shot and it was a three point shot. The ball came to me and I just kind of chucked it to the net and it went right in nothing but net. And they're like, Hey, you're a good shooter. And then I just never went back because I was so self-conscious of myself. And in hindsight, I wish I stayed with it. At the same time, I ended up turning out to be a okay basketball player. I play pickup from time to time. Mostly the most competitive basketball I've played recently is whenever I go see my brother, we always have like three-on-three or four-on-four basketball with him and the kids and it's always a fun time, but also very competitive because the whole family is competitive. I've kind of bounced around here. I've talked a little bit about baseball. I've talked about basketball and martial arts or karate. 
when I went to high school, I finally was able to try out for a competitive softball league where two of my cousins played. And I've never played softball before, right? It's it's a completely different sport from baseball. And I thought, okay, well, I'll try it out. And I ended up doing pretty well. It took a while to get used to hitting the ball because it was coming in from a different angle. And I'd never seen any like hard balls thrown to me in like three or four years. So it took a long time. But every day for the three or four years I didn't play baseball, I'd be out practicing my fielding and throwing with my dad. And even to today, my dad said, I thought you'd never have a good throwing arm. I never thought you'd be able to throw very far, but I proved them wrong there. So when I played my first softball tournament, or provincials, I should say, our team was one out away from going to the finals, and we ended up losing. And it was crushing. I was not a starter on that team, but I came in to run for another teammate, and I ended up scoring the go-ahead run, which, again, we could have won the game, but ended up losing. And that was tough. It was the first time I really felt that sort of hurt from playing sports. I was always had decent success. And especially with baseball, the sport that I love, it was it was quite difficult. So in the next year we played in the provincials. And again we got eliminated early in the tournament and that was really rough. And during this time I was also playing slow pitch baseball or lob ball as we call it here in Canada. And that there was when I really played the most baseball. I played on a team with my dad, and I thought that his final year, we were going to win the championship. We had a great team. We had a great season. We won every game of the round-robin playoffs, and we were destined for the finals but there was one play that I still regret to this day. One of the few regrets. Uh, we were winning near the end of the game, and someone hit the ball to me. And where I play, it's in the outfield, it's called. So I play the furthest away from the action. So when the other team hits the ball very far, I can run quick to go and catch the ball and I can throw it far to get it back into the infield where all the action is. And so they hit the ball over my head and I had a chance to jump into the fence to catch the ball, but I was too nervous and ended up not catching the ball and ended up losing that game. And that really opened up my mind and really put a spark into my game uh, more of a a bulldog type of player someone who's going to dive and get dirty 
And now I say, if I'm not dirty at the end of the game, I didn't try hard enough. So I changed leagues after my dad retired and the league I played in kind of fell apart. I ended up playing with a couple of different teams here and there, not having too much success. But when I say all this, like not having success, that's not the main thing for me. I love playing it because I love the sports. I love the competition. I love being with my teammates. That's what really means the most to me. There was a moment two years ago where I was playing on a team with my cousin and a few other players I used to play with. And we had a chance to go to the finals again. And I ended up having one hell of a game. I was playing great defense. The whole team was hitting well, uh, but the other team was just a little bit better. And because of that, they ended up winning and going to the finals where we lost and we finished third place. That one really hurt a lot. I thought, you know what? Being on so many great teams and not coming out victorious, it... It sucked because with basketball, I had success. With martial arts, I had success. But baseball is the one that was troubling me. So last year, we had the same team. We added a couple of good players. And our goal was simple. Just go to the finals. Have a chance to win it. And we did well. We finished uh, we finished one point back of number one in our league and number three in the whole entire league, like the two divisions. So we played one of the, the weaker teams in the first round. And if we won, we would have had a chance to go right straight to the quarterfinals. But we lost. And it was another play that I missed. The ball was coming to me and I tried to make a dive, but I missed. And because of that, it kind of snowballed and everything kind of fell apart a little bit. And I kind of lost my cool. And my dad came to me and said, hey, you're a leader on this team. You got to start acting like one. You can't be acting like a child. And that really clicked in and said, you know what? Let's do this. Let's focus. Let's get in this because we're a good team and we should be here. So we ended up winning the next couple of games, playing that team that we lost to the first time and beat them. So then it ended up being us against the team that was one point better than us. In the championship game, this was this was our chance. I usually lead off every game. I'm the first one to swing the bat. And I got on base, and I hit it into the, the gap between two players, and I ran and I ran, and I slid right into the base, and I just let out a big hurrah. Wanted to get my teammates fired up because this was our moment. 
And after that, our team just played possibly its best game that we've ever played together. There were great defensive plays. Even if somebody made a mistake, the other teammate picked them up and made a great play. We hit the ball well. And I really didn't know what the score was. I was playing it like it was a one-point or two-point game until the end of the game where, okay, let's shut it down. This is the last chance for them. And the first two times the batters got up, they got out. And I've always envisioned this, walking up and down the driveway with my dogs. I always have a glove and a baseball with me. And I'd always envision myself catching the final out and celebrating with my teammates until it actually happened. The batter came up and I knew exactly what type of hitter this guy was. He always hits the ball to where I where I am and our pitcher threw the first pitch he swung and popped it up right to me and I screamed I got it I got it waving my arms calling everybody off and kind of blacked out for a second I just I caught the ball and I didn't know what to do I'm like oh my god we won and I just screamed and my teammates were running towards me and I just said just run just run to the bench and just hug and grab the first person that I saw and just everyone coming out to celebrate that victory. It really meant so much. All this hard work since I was two years old. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit emotional thinking about it, but um, all this hard work since I was two years old, all the practice that, me and my dad went through all the times I'd have a temper tantrum because I would miss a few in a row. Um, It all led to that moment and being the first person to, to lift that trophy. And the first thing I did is I, I called my dad over and uh, took a picture with him because without him, it wouldn't have happened without his coaching without his drive it it wouldn't have happened so it was truly a special moment it was special to see my mom there too she was watching the game Uh, she's been to every game that i've ever been to pretty well with baseball basketball soccer when i played it when i was younger uh, martial arts it was it's so great to have so much family support It was really amazing. So because of this year with the virus, there was no sports. But at the same time, to be able to still technically be the champion, it it means so much, especially with the teammates that we have. Um, But yeah, that's that's my baseball story. And again, with sports as well, there's so much really to talk about. Uh, I was coaching with my dad for a while with basketball for uh, middle school, like grade four to six kids. So like 13, 12, 11 year olds playing basketball. Um, that was really fun. 
and being able to play some exhibition games against other uh, other schools, which, by the way, my record is 6-0. and Six wins, no losses. Just throwing that out there for all the uh, potential coaching scouts out there. <laughs> but when I'm not playing those sports, I've played a sport called pickleball, which is very similar to tennis, but you play with a flat racket and a wiffle ball, which is like a plastic ball with holes in it. I've played that with my dad and his group for about three years now. We haven't played recently, but uh, me and my dad and the one who runs the program, uh, I would like to say we're the top three. Uh, Another one of the guys, his name is Mark, He's improved the most, though. Like when he first started, uh, he couldn't hit the ball with the racket. But now he's been practicing every day. And in fact, he's in a different group now. And he's considered the best one there, which doesn't surprise me by any stretch. Now, our group kind of fluctuates. In the wintertime, it's between four and six people. But in the summertime, it could get up to as many as 12 people. And we played uh, a mixed tournament and also uh, men's and women's tournaments. And I won the mixed tournament once. And I actually played against my dad in the final for the men's championship. And he ended up beating me. So we both have found success in that. But other than that, like we, like I play sports with my friends uh, we play golf, and we also play pool or billiards or whatever you want to call it. Essentially, just having fun, right? And that's the main thing with sports is as long as you're having fun and you're passionate about what you're doing, it's like anything. You, you love what you do, and you have the best time doing it. So with that all being said, I'm sorry this podcast kind of jumped around here, there, and everywhere. It was hard to kind of think in my head how I would do it. Wanted to do it by me growing up, but then I wanted to focus on different sports. Uh, So all in all, I hope you enjoy. It's again, good to be back. So this is Thomas signing off. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.